Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Cool, 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 Cool Down. You guys must be surprised why just Matt gave us a bit of a laugh there. Um, before we went on, we were five people and now we're four, but that's okay. Um, welcome, everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Um, Nick, how's it going? Uh, I see you obviously at XP Arena. How are you doing? Yeah, good, man. Uh, busy days for for this man. Uh, just rushed back from Pretoria, starting up varsity football preparations. Um, obviously, our first team got a disappointing result in Cape Town. Um, so hopefully we can kick on, maybe do something special on Sunday and get promotion to the PSL. Let's see. All the best. All the best with that. All the best with that promotion, yeah, promotion push. And uh, as you hinted, if you guys do get promoted, you'll be the manager of the... Uh, DDC team. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll decline to comment. Let's wait and see if that happens. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Maybe yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hey, kind of bit there. Breaking, breaking uh, news here, Silo. You sorry, trying sorry. to get the man in trouble? <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Um, I'd like sorry to think that. I would be considered. Um, a lot of the boys that I coach will be there. So yeah, let's see, let's see. But it will be a good thing for the club, regardless. Okay, no, proper. All the best for, for, for obviously the team to, to make to make it into into the PSL. Uh, Matt, how's it going there? Uh, how are you feeling um, after a weekend of uh, halting a quadruple or some sort or whatever? Yeah, it was. I mean, look, I think the results itself is probably not ideal for either side, but it was probably fair on on the day on, on for how the the day went. Um, uh, what was more interesting to me, there was a couple of other news stories that interest me more. I think the timing of Arteta's new contract was interesting. Um, I think they've, they've obviously decided that he's definitely going to finish fourth. will be super interesting to see what happens if they end up not finishing fourth, having just given him that bumper new contract. Um, yeah, Wonga, we're not going to talk about third. Let's not be silly now. This is People come here for informed opinion and insight. And you're just guessing at stuff now. Um, but yeah, good, not, a, not a bad weekend, really. Not a bad weekend at all. Okay, no proper, proper. How's, how, uh, Wonga, how's it going there since you just came in laughing and stuff and you didn't even... Hey, you, know, you, I, you, went, I, um, you went off and then you're back on. What's happening, Wonga? Yeah, I went off. People are trying to sabotage me. I'm king of the king of the weekend. Only guys to get a win here. The people are sabotaging me here. Your enemies are after you. Hey, bruh. That third space. This is how I know. Third place is coming. This is how I know. This is how I know it. People, I mean, this. my, my third place is just well, as Wonga, big as of a Wonga, dream as Claudio's. Wonga, Wonga, this is just the introduction. We don't say... This is how you're doing. I love you, how you doing? How you doing, Claudio? Celo... I'm, I'm unlike um, yeah, Wonga, who right. thinks the Illuminati are kicking him off the show. I'm doing yeah, all right because uh, I see black and white, and I'm seeing the boys are getting some tired legs, but they're still putting in um, performances that we can still be proud of. So I'm happy from from a Liverpool perspective. No, okay, that's that's all good. That's all good. Uh, Louis, how's it going? Thanks for tuning in as as always, guys. If you're in the comment section, please do comment. Um, we obviously would like to engage with you guys on the show. It's, the show is not just about us. The show is about you guys, the fans, the GLTV squad. And guys, don't forget, guys, you guys can still get this uh, top that I'm wearing. Um, you know, just ask Claudia where to get it, and he'll obviously tell you. You can get your GLTV merchandise. Probably there might be other merchandise to launch, but I don't know if Claudia is a black swan or something of that sort. Uh, but yeah, guys, let's, so so. 
obviously we know that the Premier League is happening, but also there is also the CAF Champions League and the CAF Confederations Cup. Uh, we're going to start with the CAF Confederations Cup where Orlando Pirates won 2-1 um, against um, Al-Akhli Tripoli, which is a, a team from, uh, uh, from Libya. Uh, they won 2-1 away from home. I think they probably should have gotten a couple more goals with the amount of chances that they had. Uh, from the from from what I saw with the highlights, but uh, Wanga, I, I always like to start with you because I think you I think you're an Orlando Pirates fan, or, or maybe ah. you if I'm wrong. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not a moment. I'm a I'm a, I'm a Sundowns man. Um, oh, you're Sundowns man. Okay, but 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 but, yeah, but tell, us, tell us tell us tell us tell, tell us about the the, the Bacardia in terms of this game. What what do you think of of their first league performance? If you did watch the game or highlights, or what do you think of the results in itself? Now look, I, I did not, I did not watch the game with the highlights, but I mean the result is a good one, and I think, um, yeah, I mean, I mean from the previous game, I think getting the result in the first leg, that's what you would always want, and yeah, I think that will definitely help them um, come next match. But I mean, hearing what you're saying, I mean, missing many opportunities, that can be, I don't know, sometimes it can be a demoralizer going into a, a, another leg. I mean, you saw, you saw Pep. When they lost the, when they when they had the first leg against Madrid, very disappointed with the chances they lost, and next match it ended up, um, yeah, biting them. But yeah, them, yeah, let's just hope they they they, they get through it. Because what you said is two one, so, so that's a close one. So yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And then and then Claudio, uh, since you are a Buccaneer fan, um, I don't know what you think of this result. <laughs> yeah, it's good, man. It's good for like we always talk about flying the South African flag high, and it's good that someone's got to do it. Uh, so, despite the fact that Nick said they're not going to have a junior academy anymore, they might as well do well in the first team only. So they got no excuses. So, yeah, for my side, I'm super pleased. Um, flying those bones high, scaring the rest of Africa. It's a pity it is only in the Confederations Cup, but nonetheless, we will take it. We will take it from a South African perspective. You know, you know, you know, when you're saying flying the South African flag high. I think I think this is where I'm gonna ask Matt. Um, how how you know there's just been this topic in in South African circles, right? Of of you know Orlando Pirates is the only South African team still competing in in, in Africa, right? And they feel that other team supporters should be supporting them. So Kaiser Chiefs and Mamelodi Sundowns and Cape Town City, Sports United, Tax, whoever, all the other teams should be all supporting Orlando Pirates in this. So that's like you supporting Wanga in, in, in the Champions League. You know, what do you, how do you feel about that? Do, do you feel it's right to be supporting you and your rivals just because they're representing the country? I don't know. It's, it's one of those tough ones because, and, and for me, it always depends on who's playing and, and who's playing who. You know, it's, it's, it's not as simple as just because this is my country, I'm going to support that club. Cause, and, and it works both ways. Because remember when we had old Chris Payak on from and, and, and chatting to us about Liverpool, and yeah. he was saying how much he hates supporting England because he England, hates yeah. Harry Kane and he hated Wayne Rooney. and So it's kind of like now Liverpool want everyone behind them because they're the English team in the Champions League. Who, but then wh- when they come who, back... Who they... said that, Matt? When, when you say that, they want everyone behind them. No, he did. He did. And I actually just heard now um, the Liverpool contingent, the Liverpool fans, the Scousers, the true Scousers, see themselves as not English. Their nationality yeah. oh, yeah. scars. So yeah. uh, like the they don't really, they don't care. And sorry, but, but, carry on, Matt. They don't yeah, care but about that. Said, that said, in this particular case, with the Liverpool one, I actually do kind of want Liverpool to beat Real Madrid in the final because it potentially pushes down their Champions League spots to fifth. 
and and you know so that it, it somewhat selfishly maybe gives Spurs a chance to to get into the Champions League because they they'll qualify automatically then as champions and then I think then we end up getting an extra slot from the Premier League then if I'm not mistaken. Was it last time? Yeah. But, yeah, and and so to back to the South African one, I think with with Pirates, I think unless you're kind of a, a Chiefs fan, it's probably it feels okay supporting Pirates, you know, continentally. But the 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 when it, like for example, if it was Arsenal in the Champions League final, I don't care yeah. what it means for us. I'm not I'm not supporting them. Like I just I, I wouldn't be able to bring <laughs> myself to. I wouldn't it wouldn't feel real. I don't think I could even fake it. You know. I don't even think I could be happy for Wonga. It would just be kind of like, well, that's happened. I'm going to do something else that day. And yeah, so, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a tough 100%. one. It, it's got a, I mean, and I suppose it's the same for you, Selo. I mean, are you going to be able to cheer for Liverpool? No, I can't. I can't. I can't cheer for 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 rivals. You know, whether it's uh, South African or, or or English. You know, I can't. You know, I I literally. You know, I'm happy that Real Madrid is in the final because I would have hated watching Man City and Liverpool in the final because I would have watched that game like just like. Okay, what's happening? I, mean, I would have just watched it as a, as a football fan, but not actually supporting any one side. I would just watch that game, and yeah. both sides, are, I don't like it. You know, I mean, Man City's first title, and then obviously, then uh, what's this? Liverpool extending obviously their their, their successes uh, as the as the most successful English team in Europe. I would have hated it. So similarly, now I can't support Orlando Pirates in Africa and say, "Hey, all the best, Orlando Pirates! You flag the South African flag high. Fuck that bullshit." Get the teams. <laughs> Uh, teams was was in the CAF Champions League final last season against Al Ahly, and no one was supporting us when we were when we were playing against Al Ahly. You know what I mean? So Nick, what 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 do you what do you think around this whole thing of you should support your the team that's from your 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 I guess your country or, or the you know? Yeah, I I personally I'm for it. Um, I always. <laughs> I've always no 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 I, I I've always said like I've supported English teams, especially in the latter stages of European competition. But yeah, um, I think it's very fickle when it comes to South African supporters because we support our team when we want to support our team. Um, that goes from the national team right down to club level. I think um, there was a there was a cool tweet the other day from one of the. It's actually quite a sad tweet from one of the journalists at the FMB Stadium. You know, we cried for for fans to be back yeah. in stadiums, and yeah, FNB can't even can't even put two thousand uh, people in the stadium. Yeah. So, I, I, I think I think yeah, there's a deeper problem within South African football. I think if you had to take it to sort more of an English uh, level, you know, it is tribal, if you want to call it that, between your Liverpool's, your Man Uniteds, and the rest. Um, but I don't know. I, I'll be rooting for Liverpool. I don't know if anybody else will. I don't think Man United, true Man United fans, will be. Um, I, be. I think if there's no true rivalry, no, no one here. So wait, can we all agree? Except Nick. maybe possibly Nick, 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 Nick and Matt. Nick and yeah. Matt, 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 Nick and yeah, Matt only. Um, me, if I had to zero. pick one, if I had to pick one, I'd, I'd probably pick Liverpool. You're getting zero from me and Wonga, uh, Claudio. So, Matt, so just based on Matt's, uh, Matt, your comment about if they do win it, um, they don't get it. Uh, they don't get another spot. Um, England don't get another spot. They it's only allow really. four teams. So, 2024, they had a meeting, I think it was today, about potentially, I don't know if it's confirmed, oh, okay. um, yeah. that they're going to do two extra spots for the best um, performing teams. It's and confirmed. The last three seasons is it confirmed. Uh, yeah, it's sorry, confirmed. performing countries um, in the last three seasons. So England uh, would have been 
the best performing team for the last three years. And then and in that case, fifth place would have been given um, a spot. So yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and Netherlands would have also gotten a spot apparently um, because obviously. I think Ajax's runs and, and now final game to Conference League, which I, I think is unfair. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and then the other, other other side of things with, with the CAF Champions League, I think... The real South African flag, Silo. The real Yes, I think in this match, we can say the South African flag was flown. Uh, Pussy Tau scored two goals, assisted another goal. And then Pizzo Musamani, obviously, is the manager for Balakli. They won convincingly against uh, Satif 4-0. And then we did one three one in 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 uh, in um, what's this, Angola. Um, Claudia, did you watch? Uh, oh yeah, wait. What am I saying? Did you watch? Uh, there was a watch along. <laughs> there was a watch along on, on TikTok uh, with uh, Nick Wonga and Claudio. Um, can you just get your thoughts about this the the, the Al Ahly game because that's the, that's the game that you guys watched. Look, I think uh, for me, I was. It was <laughs> Uh, if you watch the whole, looking at the whole game, something up, I think we're never gonna, we're never gonna lose it. Um, there were times they slowed down play, but yes, when they, when they wanted the goals, you, you could see it, and there's nothing that, um, that uh, the, the, the white dad could do. Yo, it, was, it was like an onslaught when they, when they came at them. Um, and big ups to Pusatau, the two assists, um, two assists and one goal. Um, yeah, like Claudio said, I think this is truly flying the African flag. Uh, yeah, he did, he did, uh, he he did very well. But I mean, the team itself, I think, yeah, they they were just way way too strong for White Dead. I don't even see what's going to happen come this. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I mean, I don't think White Dead are going to. No, Satif Wanga. Satif. Why did won the other game, man? Satif, come on, Wanga, come on. We will not watch. We what game were you watching, Claudio? Can you please tell us some, 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 what do you think about the game? Because it seems like Wonga was watching the wrong game. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's crazy because he was watching the game with us. So I don't know what, what glasses or he needs glasses. We must check those eyes. You guys must have used these illegal his streams. Eyes, you got to watch the legit <laughs> channel, guys. guys yeah, look, we can't actually confirm he is watching the same game we are watching. Eh, we can't confirm that. But he was on the other end having the same conversation. Um, I do think it was incredibly, incredibly one-sided. Um, it was crazy that from the onset, Al-Akhli were dominant. And then Esatif got a man sent off. And it was, it was, it literally looked like a routine warm-up game for them. That's how convincing that victory was. And in the end, 4-0 four, four actually flatters Esatif, to be honest. I think that when we saw the manager's face at halftime, he looked completely distressed um, and we still commented on that. We still said, how does a manager go into halftime with a face looking like that? How's he meant to motivate his players? And it, yeah. he, he didn't really. So it was them hanging on. And I think the tie has gone far beyond them now. And I think it's, it's safe to say that Pizzo's got a comfortable rotation coming for the second leg. And they've got more than one foot in the, the door for the final. They've possibly got both feet and as well as kit. I think the only thing they need to put on is sweatbands because that's, that's the last thing that they need to take with them. They, they're pretty much there. And, and, I don't know uh, if you agree, uh, Claudia. That red card sort of ruined the game um, for, from a from a neutral's perspective, because if there was any chance, um, you know, of of Al getting back into the game, it was completely or, or get anything from the game. It was completely gone with that red card. So I agree with everything that Claudia said. It was so one-sided. It it, it almost became so predictable about what was going to happen, and they could have actually scored more. Um, if we're mm. honest, I don't know if you agree, Claudio. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I think, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of those where you know, red card 
it was a fair red card, but yeah, it does spoil it for 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 the neutral perspective. You know, uh, let's see obviously what happens in the um, in in the second legs in both matches. But I think yeah, I think we can actually write it that it will be Widad versus Alakli in the final. And there's been some controversy uh, that I'll probably just add to the show about where the final is going to be held. The final will be held in Morocco for the second year in a row, and it's a bit dubious in in the fact that. Um, Senegal was the other country willing to host the final, but Morocco is willing to bear all the costs for the final, whereas Senegal wasn't willing to bear all the costs. So obviously Morocco is strategic. They saw that they one of their uh, teams is in the semi-final, and they say, "Hey, listen, we'll put all the money, uh, we'll we'll pay we'll, we'll pay for all the all the all the all the costs um, strategically now." And then now, obviously, now the final is going to be in in Morocco, where I think it's it's it's. It's a disadvantage to Alakli where now they're playing basically an away game uh, where they're going to be playing in Widad's uh, stadium. Um, Matt, what do, you, what do you think about that? Because I can see your faces like, what the fuck's going on? Is it normal for the venue to be confirmed so late in the process? You know, I mean, the... It's African football. Is, they, could, they, could, they could confirm it the day before the final. <laughs> just just change it up. Just be like, we and, changed our mind. I don't feel like driving Safa, today. We're doing it here. <laughs> Safa, I know Safa and... Um, the South Africans are always lurking in the background. So if, uh, normally if, 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 there's, if there's something going wrong, if there's, there's, tension, there's tension in a country or there's government issues, Danny Ordan always pipes up and says, you can come here to our world-class stadiums, the World Cup that we hosted 12 years ago, um, to try to get some usage out of it. Yeah, but it's madness. It's madness. So yeah, the final is going to be in Morocco, which is I think is unfair for Alakli. I think it should be should have been decided before the tournament started. So if that's better, um, knowing that it will be in Morocco before you start than actually deciding in semifinals. But yeah, that's African football for, for you guys. And all those who who, who do uh, keep up to date with our social media platforms, guys, we will we will have other watch-alongs. Uh, just watch out on our social media pages on which games we'll have in the watch-alongs for into the CAF Champions League and other tournaments that, 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 that come up uh, as well. Um, Claudia, do, do it seems like you wanted to say something there. No, we uh, Nick actually had a great idea on Saturday. We might even do a watch along for the final day of the Premier League. So just watch out for that. Ooh. That's that's a, that's a great idea. That's a great idea, guys. You heard that? Watch along for for the Premier League final day. Uh, just keep out um, in terms of our social media pages, and obviously we'll communicate on other shows. Uh, but yeah, guys, that is African football done in a nutshell. Um, there's probably other stuff we could talk about in African football, but let's go, um, you know, obviously to the UK. And uh, I think the first topic is the one that has met back on the show, probably. Um, and has <laughs> no surprise right now. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. Is, is, I'm, I'm is, here, I'm is, here is, mainly because it's, it's North London Derby week, you know. I, I had to is, be here. I had to be here because I needed I needed to to hear Wonga claiming you know he thinks they're going to walk away from the end of this week suddenly like top three or something I just just need to be here because I want to be here next week when it's not the case. (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. Christopher Christopher Lawrence is saying they what? No, Christopher, you need to have a bit more confidence. uh, uh, He says I'm with Wonga. Dennis is fourth and maybe uh, third. Good vibes, okay. And then and then um, Sam says nice one uh, with a wink. And then Pum says, welcome back, Silo Maguire and Mr. Spurs. I don't know who Silo Maguire is. Uh, and, then <laughs> Louis, and then Louis says, Wonga Arteta. And then Sam says, Wonga, Ram, Wonga Ramsdale. I think I'll, I'll go mm. with Wonga Ramsdale. Wonga yeah, Shaka. 
It's Wonga Shaka. Wonga Shaka. Pums. Wonga you need Shaka. to tell the people. That's the real name. Wonga Shaka, there. guys. That's the real name, guys. Wonga Shaka. But, but, but uh, Matt, is this, yeah. thing, is, this a, is this a fair statement? Or is this just... Uh, um, uh, we don't, we're not sure. Look, I think the... the, the, the it, it's... The scale is, is firmly tipped towards City now. City have to basically mess up twice, um, or, or just once, because the goal difference should be overturned. Then, as long as if, if if Liverpool, you know, if they if they lose a game, if City lose one of their games, Liverpool should be able to overturn the goal difference and potentially be first. That's a big ask. Um, so I think I think it is it's it's certainly dented the, the title challenge in a big way. I think it's um, gonna. It's probably. I think if, if City win it, this will be the result that Liverpool look back and say that's that's where it's, that's where we we lost touch with them. Um, which you know, to to what Claudio was saying last week, it's still a fair fair thing. They 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 run them again. Last time City won the league, Liverpool took them to the final day or day before the second last game, whatever it was that season. And I think I think that's fair. I think City and Liverpool between them have shown the level of consistency. Both of them would have been, will be deserved champions. Whichever one of them ends up winning the league will fully deserve it. There's no kind of luck or whatever about it. They've both been amazing. But yeah, the Spurs, I think, went out with a really good game plan on, 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 on the weekend. And I, I think, you know, it was weird because if you'd offered any Spurs fan a draw before the game, we would have taken it. Um, but then by the end, it was kind of like, you know, we should have nicked the win there. You know, you, you really felt like we should have just, just stolen the win right at the end. But um, it's, uh, yeah, I think, well, I don't know. Claudio, how do you feel as a Liverpool fan? Do you think that's it for the title challenge? I think at the moment, Nick and Wonga saw my face. It wasn't um, the best. It wasn't my best face. I can tell you that much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm a Liverpool fan for a reason. And um, as a Liverpool fan, we always, you know, we hope for the best, no matter what the circumstance is. So until that fat lady sings, it's not over. Although, like you said, the scales are definitely tipped towards Man City. But at the same time, Man City have just come off the back of that 5-0 victory over Newcastle with a couple of injuries. Ruben Diaz mm-hmm. out, John Stones is out, Nathan Ake is possibly out. We know Kyle Walker is definitely out. So those are three key players in their back line that are out. So when you're looking at that, you know, for something, I say this time and time again, for something like a quadruple to happen, we everyone says it's virtually impossible. You just need all the things to align. And if that's something that falls in place for Liverpool to to get across the line, then it is, that it's just been written in the stars. But that said, for it to happen, it's uh, it's already, it's just, just the fact that we only, what, two more weeks, three more weeks left of the season and they're still in the shot of all four trophies. Yeah. Is, it's ridiculous. It's <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. sitting here, regardless this is, this of everything. Is, this, is, this is the best... Apparently, the side has ever died in terms of chasing quadruple. Well, they, they've played and every has, game is. available this season. They will have played by the end of the season. They will have played every game available to them, and I don't think that's ever been done. Yeah, um, and that's, and, that's, and that's that is a very impressive achievement. And I don't think we can take that away from Liverpool. What they have put together this season is it, it is very impressive. I think that what will be sad is if they don't get it over the line with at least the Champions League. It'll be a season that ends up getting forgotten because it'll just be a league cup or whatever, you know. And hundred percent. And so I think they've got to at least get the Champions League so that people look back on this season and, and kind of really appreciate one, yeah. what it was. Um, yeah, but 100%. but yeah, it is. And, it, and I think I said prior to this, I said for what Klopp has done and the squad that he has, and obviously it's gotten better now with this this last window. Is that this season <laughs> what they needed minimum was a trophy? The irony to that fact is they've delivered on a trophy and now they, they can go one step further. Now to the point is if they get anything less than two trophies, it seems it's going to be a massive disappointment, largely because of what mm. they have achieved so far. Yeah. So that, that's the thing of managing the expectation. I do think Man City are feeling the heat regardless of the fact that they've gone, they've, they've nudged yeah. ahead. I mean, Pep's 
comments coming out saying everyone's supporting Liverpool. That he's just stirring up trouble because he knows he's he's feeling the pressure a little bit because now the pressure's on them to deliver the Premier League title. That that yeah, for them no, if they true. don't do that. So so that for us, we we've got nothing to lose here apart from four trophies. We've already got the one. But can I can I can we touch on can we touch on Klopp's comments after the game and saying and what he said about uh, about Spurs and them not you know the they 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 obviously their tactics wasn't yeah you know what how how he plays football you know what I mean I think I think guys Klopp sometimes is a freaking oh guys yo oh, he is. So, so why, why are you sour about those comments? Because he reminds me, and what makes me like him even more is because he reminds me exactly of something what Ferguson would say. And I hated Ferguson for every bit for that, but he did that and it worked every single time. So when I'm seeing it, I'm like, oh, wait, 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 so this wait, is what wait, it feels wait. like. This is what it feels like. Yeah. Well, now, so now you want to say nice. it feels nice when, when obviously your manager says it when you guys are winning. But but I'm but I'm 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 here to host the Goal Out TV. Um so uh, <laughs> so 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 well, well, how do you guys feel about that? <laughs> well, I, I wanted to I thought I'd chip in there because it was he said it straight after the game and I saw it like immediately. Um and so on the one hand, part of me thought, you know, that, that is a bit of, you know, there's a bit of sour grapes there because Spurs didn't mm. just park the bus. There was quite a clear tactical sure. they, they, they were quick on the counter and they scored first. So you can't really say they just came there. But at the same time, I also expect managers to get a little bit passionate. Look at Conte. Look at the, some of the stuff he has said after Spurs yeah. have lost. You know, he's also kind of flown off the handle. And also, I think Klopp, was it today, he came out and apologized for it. He said he you know, shouldn't have said yeah, what he, he said, did. whatever. And I think, you know, these things get said. I don't think any lasting damage really got done. And I think also it's fair for him to be frustrated. You know, the pressure of chasing this quadruple, can you imagine what that's been like for him, you know? Um, and for him to have a little outburst, it's not like he really, you know, got got overly personal and, and slammed any individuals. I think it's it's fairly harmless in the long run. I do yeah. think it points to potentially something they might want to revisit behind the scenes because it, it was clear, even against us, it was clear that they were struggling to find a plan B where one Spurs kind of set up the way they did. Even quite late in the second half, there were times where they weren't finding that incisive thing. And it was surprising that Salah had a really hard day. I think um, Ben Davies in particular had a fantastic game against Salah, really kind of must have spent weeks studying his style because he seemed to know when but- Salah was going to turn before he did. And and yeah. I think that's still where Liverpool are struggling when they don't have somebody else. And, and and when Jota came on, I was worried. I must say, I thought he could really change things up. But again, he f- seemed to f- struggle to find space. Obviously, Spurs were being very compact. Um, and I just think that it's it's games like that where Liverpool do, do show a slight weakness. But again, on balance over the course of the whole season, it's not really that bad. Look where they are. Look what they've yeah, done. Um, and I mean, also, yeah, taking consideration that you're not just playing a Burnley who's sitting deep. You're playing a contest mm. side sitting deep who's had the whole week to prepare and Liverpool have been playing a game every three days. So there's yeah. a bit of fatigue. And also in the, in the game that we're looking at in particular, it's the most they've, mm. most crosses they've put into a game, I think, all season. So it also shows that they were running out of ideas, but that also it is one of the days where the fullbacks weren't at their best. And normally that's also the difference. Are the fullbacks yeah. looking in those crosses? So they weren't that great. So it's just, it's you know, you throw all these things in, in together. But I also like what... Um, Mpepanduku, I like that last name. I just had to say the last name. His name is Mason Wabe. Mpepanduku said. Mason Wabe. How do you pronounce it? Mason Wabe. Mason Wabe. Mason Wabe. Don't say Mason, please. Mason Wabe. I saw Mason because of obviously I'm no, talking Spurs here. Mason Wabe. 
Uh, but this is, this is not Matt Mason's show, but yeah. Um, I think that... <laughs> no, 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 but wait, 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 wait. I just want to round off on the point, though. But Pum's saying no more trophy. Louis Murray's saying no more trophy. And then just the last point, I just want to talk about this whole Spurs sort of thing. And I know Klopp said the comments, but, you know, with, with Mourinho, everyone criticized that he was negative and pragmatic and, and, yeah. and, and. But yeah, mm-hmm. Conte does it and everyone lauds him as this genius. But so explain difference... that to me. So I will. So the difference is I watched a lot of Mourinho games. And I obviously watched this Conte game. When Mourinho was doing it, it was literally there was Harry Kane up front on his own and they were just launching balls and hoping for the best. There wasn't a proper, it wasn't a tactical plan. Here with Conte, you could see there was, it had been really well thought out. There was a much different feel to it. We kept feeling dangerous. Like even though we were sitting 10 men behind the ball and there was that that shifting line of the midfield defense kind of moving and and, and forcing you guys to move in, 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 straight lines in front of us, there was, there was a clear indication. As soon as we got the ball, you saw the way the whole shift changed. The, the wingbacks came running up. Emerson Royale had an absolute blinder of a game. Um, the movement was incredible. And it was just the difference in transitions for Spurs was night and day compared to how we were playing under Mourinho. And I think that's the big difference for us. When we were doing it with Mourinho, it was like a desperate hold on, let's just not concede. Whereas here, Conte said, if we play this way, we could potentially win this game. And I, I do oh. really feel we could have snatched a win. I don't think it would have necessarily been 100% deserved. I do think a draw was a fair result. But Spurs came very close to winning. You guys, your goal was deflected. Um, and there was a couple of chances for Spurs to steal it at the end. So I think, um, yeah, it, it's, it felt completely, as a Spurs fan, it felt different watching this than to watching yeah. the worst examples of Mourinho's tactics. Okay, fine. No, I'll let you have that, that one. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's enough. That's enough chat about a, about a 1-1 um, a result. I think yes. we, need to, we, need to go, we need to go to the, the, the uh, you know, the, 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 the Etihad and, and, and what happened there. Uh, yeah. Nick, uh, what, what, what are your thoughts on this game? Obviously, I think, you know, um, you guys caught City after, you know, the Champions League exit, which could have mm. gone anywhere in terms of this this particular result. So I think you guys obviously faced a wounded animal. Uh, what what were your thoughts on this game, uh, just from a, a Newcastle perspective, and also just to think about uh, uh, Man City, since we'd have no one who supports that club in South Africa. Sorry. Louis. Well, I would I would say. Uh, <laughs> um, it was. It's always good to see the Oil Classico play out, uh, even though it's a little bit one-sided at the moment. Um, I might add. I might add another stat there to to Matt. Um, Liverpool has played every single game, or will play every single game possible. Newcastle have played, will play, the least amount of football that you can play as a Premier League team. We got knocked out of the first really? round of the League Cup, and we got knocked out in the first round, well, the third round of the FA Cup, which is the first round of the FA Cup team. So it just shows you um, <laughs> how far we actually are, uh, just to put it into perspective. But I think um, if I'm honest with you, like City were world class. Um, they, they really did turn it on, and they didn't really get out of third gear, if I'm, if I'm truly honest. I think they got the, the, the two goals and felt that they needed to take... Um, Ruben, Ruben off. Um, although I, I, I do hear he was injured, but I think if, if they were in a little bit of bother, um, they probably would have kept him on because he was he was doing quite well. I do think there was a moment uh, Chris Wood can put us ahead. Um, there's a moment when we have a goal disallowed to make it one-one, um, and then Callum Wilson at three-nil down has two one-one-on-one and one, one tapping one, one, on the yeah. post. Yeah. Um, and and you know. 
on, on a different day, those go in. You know, he's just come back off a five-month layover. Um, so I, I just don't think it was our day. And, and this result was always going to happen. A team like Man City will, will find out our flaws. Um, and, you know, unfortunately for us, that happened. Uh, I do think it just shows that we're probably about six players short of, of having a real competitive uh, team next year that can maybe ch challenge for a top top eight or a top six. Um, we're very far from it. Uh, we don't have the depth. We get one or two injuries and that's that. So, unfortunately for us, uh, we're going to just sort of limp over the line. Uh, I think we will have something to, to say in the in the race, Matt uh, and Wonga with... Uh, with the top four, I yep. don't think uh, any team has, has 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 really cruised to a victory at St James's Park in a very long time. I think L Liverpool came there and only won one nil, so I think that will be up for grabs. Uh, yeah, you, uh, Matt, <laughs> I think you won five nil at home. At your no, home. no, it was. I'm sure it was at St James's Park. Uh, we don't I'll, lose. I'll... No, no, no. That was definitely at the White Hart Lane Stadium. But I agree so much with you um, in, terms of, in, terms of, in terms of you, Nick. I think, yeah, man, you guys were facing a wounded animal and then City were just up for it in that game. And yeah, yeah. the half chances that you do get, whereas the half chances that Man City gets and the Bravka making a mistake. Do you think that's one area that you guys need to reinforce or to sign someone in, so a lot in, of people, in, in, in goal? Uh, a lot of people have been saying that. I do think if we kick on and, you know, we serious European contenders to get into your Europa Leagues or your Champions Leagues, maybe we do need to, to look at someone else. But, guys, I can't tell you the amount of times that guy saved us. Like, I, I think every keeper's due a blunder now and then, you know. Yeah. So, he's, he's been one of our best players uh, for the last couple of seasons. So, he's, a, he's number one for Slovakia. Um, so I don't know. Um, I, I think I think you know if Eddie Howe um, and the, and the way I see they they go into the next window, I think they'll be cautious. I don't think they're going to spend ridiculous amounts of money. I think they will spend a lot of money, um, but they're not going to sign your already sort of proven superstars that are playing in the Champions League. It might be the likes of your striker from Benfica, Darwin. Um, you know, another fine like Bruno in in the French league. Um, you know, would, they'll, would they'll you, be. Would, would would you sign Dean Henderson from Man United in goals? I would, um, and you know, I think that's healthy competition for 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 Debravka, and I think that's a healthy competition for 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 Dean Henderson. I don't think he's going to go anywhere unless he's guaranteed first team football. Um, but I do think I do think we have other issues more so than 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 an actual goalkeeper if i'm honest with you i think we need to sign uh probably two strikers we probably need another midfielder um we need uh probably another two center halves um so we we got to bolster that 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 spine um to give bruno and and the rest of the the probably more standout players a chance. Um, you know, you look at the same maximum against a Man City, he's got zero chance. He's got no chance because he's not going to get the ball. He's not a player who's going to defend for you. He was at fault for one of the goals, um, but he's a sort of player that you shouldn't be looking at his defensive attributes and you should be looking at what he can do when you get given the service. Yeah, so um, I do think we, we are short of a couple of uh, players, but I, I don't see many teams in that sort of middle belt of the Premier League much better than us. I think everyone's quite equal in that sense. And I think the checkbook, checkbook in the summer is going to count. Um, and mm. and, the, and the, the manager that spends, spends uh, not the most, but I think the best, um, will, will more than likely get the best out of, out of the squad and the club. 
that he has. So, yeah, excited times for us. I think we just excited for the, the summer. Three games to go with no real pressure. Um, just on City, I think they just show why they are potentially going to be the champions of England. Um, yeah. You know, Wounded Animal, exactly that. Um, and, you know, anyone they bring on, you know, they brought on a, a, a young centre-half and he made a through ball. I think he was in the build-up for one of the one of the goals. He was only on for like three minutes. Um, so they've, they've got a lot of depth. Um, and, yeah, good luck to them. Um, I do would like Liverpool to win the league. Um, and I would like to think there is a slip-up um, waiting. But if they play like hey, that... Don't say they're too large. Pep Guardiola's going to say everyone's supporting Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, I just, I think, I think, guys, I think for me, it's not, it's not necessarily because I like Liverpool more so than I do City. I think it's equal in terms of how I feel about them. But the chances of seeing a quadruple in our lifetime are very slim, uh, and this is probably the closest we'll get. So we don't, we don't want to see it. It will be the first team to do it before Newcastle do it. So uh, they might as well let someone start, you know. Selo, <laughs> Selo, yeah. I don't yeah. know, but, but, I don't know what but, your reason is, but Wonga doesn't want it to happen because on our show on the weekend, an Arsenal fan literally said, "If Liverpool do this, it will overshadow what they did with the unbeaten season." An Arsenal no. fan agreed and said that. That's no, why that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But 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 can I can I can I can I bring can I bring in? You know, Nick touched on something there in terms of City's depth is is obviously immense, right? And you know, with the news today that they made a signing, they have signed Erling Haaland today. Uh, you know, that obviously bolsters their number nine ranks. Where I think it has just been Gabriel Jesus, and Gabriel Jesus has only picked up form in the second half of the season, right? He's, you know, he's mm. been obviously on form and, and, and hitting and hitting the goals. But now they've signed, you know, one of the best uh, young strikers in the world. You know, Wonga, what, what do you think um, this does for City? Does this, you know, make City already favourites for next season? Or, or, or does this make, does this help City get the Champions League that they so desire? Yeah, look, I mean, I'd also go as far as to saying he's one of the best strikers in the world, never mind his age. Uh, definitely, definitely um, going to help them. I think he, he can he can probably get fit into any team um, the way the, the way he plays. And looking at a Man City, the service they're going to be giving him, um, the work rate he has. I mean, he's got he's got sixty two in what I think sixty six. They say it's <laughs> ridiculous. He's twenty one. He's twenty one. It's it's literally hitting you hitting Ronaldo Messi numbers. I mean, and even in Papa's somewhere around there as well. Um, also mm. hitting ridiculous numbers. Um, but now he's going to come to a city. They're already scoring over goals, yeah. what eighty goals in in a, in a year. Now he's just it's probably going to just add to it. I mean, he's yeah. doing this at Dortmund, Borussia. Not to say that they're a pub team, but the, the numbers are nowhere uh, near um, uh, uh, City's numbers. It's it's going to be ridiculous, and I say definitely, um, City are going to sign a couple of new players come, uh, come the, the next transfer window. You won't, Holland won't be the only buy they have, um, and yeah, I think next year if Pep is also there as well, late, um, late, late, late. You can just look at third, uh, second, third, and fourth. Mm. No, no, they definitely. I think it's a great signing for them. Um, mm. Yeah, obviously being on the other side of, of of Manchester, yeah, it's not looking good in terms of that. It just seems like it's a continuous 
you know, putting in a, a piece of the puzzle that they require. But also, let's see how you can adjust to the Premier League and adjust to the side in itself. Obviously, I think uh, um, some players take some time to adjust to Pep's uh, methods. You know, your Zlatan Ibrahimovic uh, took a bit of time to adjust to him at, at Barca and obviously it wasn't really as successful as he probably would have liked. Mm. Um, and, and now moving to the other side, of, of of the table, um, you know Everton just keep on keeping on, guys. Everton getting another victory, three points yeah. against Leicester against the Leicester. That is probably uh, that probably like season's already over. Um, there's probably thinking about being on a beach somewhere in in in, 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 in a nice summer summery place. Um, let, let me come to you, Matt. What, what do you think of of Everton's um, resurgence? Obviously, they've gotten now two uh, wins on the trot. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's a great turnaround of form for them. I think a lot of people have written them off. Um, I think that they, they've still got to do the job. There's still a bit to do. Um, Leeds, I think, are now probably looking the most at risk um, as of today. Uh, just because they, you know, Leeds had a complete first half collapse against Arsenal. Um, and it surprised me, to be honest. I thought, I, th- I thought, I mean, in the second half... Arsenal kind of almost wet the bed because then they suddenly let Leeds back into the game for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, that Leeds will probably be, end up kicking themselves for not at least getting a point out of that game come the end because I mm. think they probably needed that. But Everton, yeah, they've they've given themselves every chance. Not easy, obviously, at this stage because they've, they've still got to yeah. play. They've got to play. Um, they're still playing Brentford, I think, is one of theirs, if I'm not mistaken, and Brighton. Um, and, and I think those are going to be tough games. Although by then those teams might have their their sandals on, so they could they could end up pulling this off. I think it would be one of the better escapes we've seen um, in recent years, uh, but um, been fairly impressed. And I think also Lampard. In fairness to Lampard, he's proved a couple of the doubters wrong because he's pulled out some decent results and decent performances when people had already kind of written them off. Um, so fair play mm-hmm. to him. I think he's he, he has figured out how to get the best out of the side. Um, but I do think they're going to have to have a serious rethink in the summer. I think they need a bit of investment. They need to rethink how they how they structure themselves. And they do still seem to lack a certain kind of tactical vision. As a side, you can't really say... Like most sides, you can look at them and say, that's a counter-attacking side, that's a defensive side, that's an attacking mm. side, that's a mm. pressing side. Everton are a bit all over the place. It kind of depends. You know, they, 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 they don't seem to have a coherent vision of, of what they do. So, yeah. But good yeah, results. No, it's true. No, definitely. No, definitely. Um, you know, Nick, what, what do you think it's of important, those, those, those? I think, yeah, I think it's important to note, guys, also that Leicester have been very poor over the last very, yeah. rubbish. three months. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I do think, you know, in terms of the results, Everton need results right now. So it doesn't matter who they come from. But um, I think Brendan Rodgers has his own problems there. And I think the, the, the so called rebuild that he's going to start. Um, couldn't come sooner for him, um, if I'm honest with you. They, they sort of went out to, a, obviously, a Jose Mourinho's Roma, um, where that would have sort of... Been nice, yeah. A little been, would have been... Uh, probably would have been good for them, but I think it would have just um, sort of cast a shadow over their real problems in terms of what's really, you know, really been going on. Um, I think since he's been linked to that Man United job, they haven't really been the same. I'm not saying it's all to him. But I think they've conceded the most uh, goals from set pieces um, in the yes. league, but, but by like far, by far, I think. So um, I do think uh, he's got a bit of work to do um, and try try rebuild that team who 
not not even a couple of for, for the last couple of seasons they've been fighting for Champions League spots, not not even yeah. Uh, yeah. Europa League or Conference League spots. So um, good for Everton. Um, I would have loved to have seen them in the scrap. I do think they might just have enough now, and that momentum might carry them mm. over. Um, mm. And I agree with agree with Matt. I think um, I think Bielsa's way of playing, and I spoke a lot about it in the past. Um, is going to ultimately be their detriment because of all the goals they conceded. Um, mm. They've conceded so many goals, and I just don't, I don't see how they pull themselves out of this. Um, but you never know. Um, I think there's a couple of twists and turns until, until the final day, and uh, let's see, let's see what happens. Mm. No, yeah. definitely. There's, there's a lot. There's, there's, there's still a couple of games. Obviously, there's midweek fixtures, and then uh, yeah. a couple more rounds to to go. And so, let's see what happens. But I think you know, on the issue of Leeds, you know, they 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 played against <laughs> Arsenal, and they lost. They lost two um, one. So before I go to you, Wanga, just Claudio, your thoughts on just Leeds as 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 a side in terms of the relegation battle. Um, obviously, yeah, we know um, Leeds is on thirty four points, um, and then Burnley is also on thirty four points. But the goal difference is 18 goals difference between mm. between Burnley and Leeds. That that is where Sean Dyche legacy helps Burnley, and then the Bielsa legacy hurts uh, Leeds in terms of the goal difference. And Wait, the goal, the, the swing from Burnley to Leeds is at 18 goal difference. 18 yep. goal difference. It's minus 17 for Burnley, minus 35 for Leeds. Mm. So Huge. that's the legacy of Dyche versus. Bielsa and then Everton Everton is on Everton is on 35 points with a minus 19 so they they quite similar to Burnley. Claudio what, what, what do you think in terms of Leeds prospects um going into the uh, final final games of the season obviously they're playing at Chelsea in midweek. I mean look first I would like to start off saying I definitely did not know more than a Leeds fan and if Darren was saying before Bielsa got sacked they were going down then we must have really taken his his sort of comments into some serious consideration because when you're looking at it now to that, just if you're just mentioning what you just said about Burnley, obviously they had a bit of a bounce with the sacking of Sean Dyche. What they and their goal difference, you're looking at Leeds now, three games to go. They haven't won in their last three. Their next game's against Chelsea. We know Everton now have picked up a couple of wins. Their next game is against the Watford side, who haven't won in six games. So the likelihood is that Everton will just win this weekend, grow further. We know Burnley are likely, or they are playing Spurs. So that's a saving grace for Leeds to keep them in the hunt for the next two games. Mm. So you'd like mm. to say, like both these sides aren't going to pick up points. But and I mean, also, you, it's a baptism of fire for Jesse Marsh. He's just come in as an American. His previous experience, obviously, was, you know, from Leipzig not, group. not, yeah, exactly, and not, not on the same sort of pressure in terms of what the Premier League has to offer. So, I do think it's an unfortunate situation for him. I think maybe they've got to look with an eye in terms of the rebuilding, what they can do coming up from the championship, like the likes of Fulham have done in terms of being a bit of a yo-yo club. But that's what they've got to prepare. I know we know Norwich like to do that. They come up. They give it a go and they try and play this expansive type football that Nick says you really shouldn't be playing um, to survive. <laughs> and, um, and then they go back down and they come back up again. So I think Leeds need to start thinking like that. And also just think with regards to being a yo-yo club, man. I think, geez, it's a pity because Leeds have that heritage. They've got the support and they, they just need to find some stability now. And uh, obviously, like Nick was saying, with Bielsa, it wasn't going to be there, and I'm just bummed because yeah. it looks like we're going to have Burnley again. Staying oh, up, damn man, yeah man. Mm, the pub team, the pub team is going to stay up, but let's see what they do in terms of managerial changes next season. Maybe they'll become a pub team and make become a bit of fancy team, and maybe become a like a gastro pub. 
a, no, a cocktail. I'll say a cocktail, a cocktail, a cocktail club. You say gastro, but but I'll, I'll say cocktail. I'm gonna say cocktail. I don't mean gastro, I'll, not gastro like the flu. I mean no, I know, like I know. Yes, I, I, I understood it like I'll, the flu. I was like, I'll, I'll, what I'll are you cocktail. saying? I'm going for cocktail. I'm going for a cocktail club. You know what I mean? But but uh, yeah, cocktail uh, bar, yeah. Longer, I think maybe if, if I should maybe just introduce you and your Arsenal side is I think I should just maybe bring up this 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 uh, uh, statement that that I probably prepared for this show. Um, I think that last part you've been forcing us to say it, so I had to include it. Um, Arsenal in pole position for fourth and or third because you've been telling me you guys are going to finish third. Matt, want to say something first before? I just feel like this is a troublesome statement because I do feel like they're currently pole position for fourth. I think you've got to hand it to them. I think they're favourites for fourth at the moment. They're definitely not favourites for third. I mean, don't get me wrong. Chelsea have been wetting the bed a bit, but they'd have to to really, really screw the pooch to not hold on to third now. Yeah, so it's, but it's a, it's a one point difference. So Wonga, uh, let's let's see what you have to say in terms of your your your, your performance on the weekend. So uh, I mean, look, our performance on the weekend, um, I think was good. Um, got the goals early. Um, it was also pressure applied on them. It was it was, it was actually unforced errors, um, and yeah, we we got the goals of that. And that sort of you could see that sort of uh, destabilized them. Um, because I think in that they really wanted to win that game. You could see it um, from the reaction of after those two goals. The guys, were, I mean, the tackles ended up being horrible after that. Um, who was it um, that got that red card now? Um, absolutely ailing. Un- ailing, yes, and unnecessary. It was it was by the court. Now he could have literally just jockeyed him, um, but he jumps, dive jumping in the tackle. I mean, as soon as you go check the, I don't know. I also I don't know how long how the how it took the ref. I mean the guys in the, the guys in the VAR. I tell you, those guys. I mean, she was. I mean, I, I should apply for a job there. I mean, they're scared to make any decision. They that that guy was in the air. You can see. Wonga not air. afraid. No, but Wonga, but, but Wonga, the, 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 the guidance is that you need to tell the ref to go and have a look. Not no, not but they don't always do it. They don't always do it. Not tell him what they, to do. Tell him yes. Have a look for yourself. Yeah, but I mean, like, you see, this is the... I don't want to go into another argument now, but the, the, see, this, this is the problem. The problem with this... Uh, the, or the guy should be able to um, tell him, you know, in the... In the in, like, with, with this, with this guy, you should be able to advise him, um, I mean, properly. I mean, now he's gone. He's, it, they've taken a long time to look at that thing. Eh? Um, for me, it's, it's that's a clear decision. I mean, no one can... You can't even argue against it, even if the guys upstairs give it to you. Um, but, yeah... Um, nonetheless, um, I think yeah, the, our, our, the way we the way we scored our goals. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you always, you always have got, you guys won the game, but you're really complaining about VR, man. I think you nah, nah, need to help. It's an issue. You to help, you to help the, re, the rebuild of, of VR, but yeah. Well, well, so, but, but, uh, well, but, but but in terms of your your chances for for um fourth um going into this week and 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 the final two weeks what what do you think are you know are are you guys nailed on fourth and now fighting for third or is it that you kind of need to win the north london derby and then you guys are fourth guaranteed yeah i think i think yeah it would we put ourselves in a good position um put ourselves in a good position um the results against tottenham will determine it i think a draw or a win um a, a, win us, but, a win yeah, guarantees it. A win guarantees it. A win guarantees it. Yes, mm. and a win 
also then puts us in third place. And then Chelsea would have to um, obviously do their business. Chelsea's playing before you guys. They're playing Leeds before you guys. They're playing Leeds. Oh, thank you. Thank you. They're playing Leeds. (laughs) They would be ahead of you guys before you. I don't know why you're saying thank you, but but yeah. Okay. Before we go, we listen. Before, I, I've, I've been saying this for a long time. I've been saying, you know, we're out there, I said top four. Guys like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now we're top four. And then I said top three, and we're, we're a couple of points away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're one point away. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling okay. you. Well, Leeds. Well, I want to say it. I want to say it. Leeds. <laughs> they've, they've suffered us at. They've suffered a defeat against us, and I've seen them. They, they're not they're not too happy about it. The players want to stay up, and I think Chelsea are going to be taken for a run for their money. If they get a draw, even I don't think it's enough for them to hold that. Wonga, Wonga, so what? Wonga, focus I, on getting Champions League football. Now you're thinking, <laughs> thinking ahead. You're going to come gonna, to St James's Park and you're going to lose, yeah. and then what? What are you going to think? Yeah, you're going to be <laughs> Icarus. <laughs> you're flying too close to the <laughs> sun. And then, He's jumping the gun, guys. I don't know. I'll rather be confident after the North London derby if you <laughs> goes well for you. Not before. That second, half, that second half that you guys put out against Leeds, if you took that kind of performance to St. James's Park, you, you will lose the game. And I think that's for me, again, that was that Arsenal have had that soft underbelly and we thought for a while it was gone. And but then it showed lose. itself again. But we never lost the game. This is what I'm trying to say. You never lost the game. Yeah, you won. We never. We won the won. game. That's what I'm trying to say. Game, but yes, but we did that despite that. But ten won men, the game. And they despite. got a goal back. We won the game. Uh, that was the most important yeah. thing. We won the game. But, yeah, but Wonga, this but was Wonga, let's, helping yeah, us let's, now. Let's 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 uh, let's just briefly chat about the team that you apparently fighting for third with. Uh, Nick, you know, what do you mm. think has gone wrong for Chelsea? Um, you know they, they they you know they lost to Everton and now they've drawn against Wolves. Kind of bring themselves towards Wonga and and Spurs instead of going towards um, safety and and securing third. You know before the final three rounds, the final two rounds. Yeah, I'm, I was listening on the radio now. It's it's a tricky one for for Chelsea. I think the first two thirds of the season they were there and thereabouts with the, the title challenge, but obviously recent recent um, sort of Things that have been going on and around the club, uh, around the world, you know, have uh, put the club in a little bit of limbo. It looks like the club's going to be sold now, and um, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a strange one. It's very tough. Must be very tough for the coach. Um, yeah, I mean, it is. What do you, yeah. He doesn't know if he's going to be able to buy players next season. He's not. He's he's not sure if he can keep his his current players. Um, he's not sure if, yeah. if he can even yeah. renew contracts of some of the players that he wants. So, I think. Um, I think it's been a tough ride for them. I think they've... That's a very good squad they have there, guys. Like, let's be honest. They won the Champions League not too long ago. So, um, I do think if they can uh, acquire a little bit of stability within the next two weeks or so and go into the summer knowing exactly which sort of direction they're going into, um, they'll be fine next year. And and, and if they can continue sort of strengthening in areas, they probably need to get another two centre-halves, probably a left-back, would you get another striker? I don't know. I, I would probably stick with Lukaku and see if we can, if they can try get the best out of him. Um, and 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 you never know. They might be 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 pushing the likes of Man City and Liverpool. But 
Um, I think they also just want to get the season over and done with. But as Matt said, they, they're right in too close to the sun in Arsenal, uh, thinking they might get third, but they're right into Chelsea are right in too close to the sun. Um, but potentially, potentially, I won't, don't think it will happen, but potentially falling out of top four. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think they will finish the season strong. And yeah, let's see. Yeah, I think, yeah, with, 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 with what Pums is saying is quite, quite hit the nail on the head. Too many uncertainties, as, as you alluded to, Nick, there. You know, they, 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 they at least still have something to play for, which is this coming Saturday in the FA Cup final against Liverpool. So they'll probably want to go into that game, play Leeds midweek, have a good result against Leeds, have some momentum going into the Cup final, and then obviously avenge the League Cup defeat where I think they should have won the League Cup uh, against Liverpool. But, you know, this is obviously... I think Liverpool's in a much better position going into this game where, you know, they actually look, you know, obviously, I think, heads-on favourite to to actually win this uh, FA Cup uh, final. But um, let's see what happens with with uh, with, with, um, with Chelsea. Um, and, yeah, the last game that we're just going to touch on, obviously, I think it would be a miss of myself not to um, touch on this, but I think not to talk about the result more than anything. Uh, we can touch on the result. Um, I think, yeah, man... <laughs> You know, there's there's a lot been, a lot there's a lot being said about about Ralph Rangnick. Um, you know, I think you know some people. I think the fans are happy with him in terms of what he's he's he said about the, the 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 hierarchy of the club in terms of how the club is being run. Uh, but some ex players are saying that he shouldn't be airing out the dirty laundry of the club uh, out to the media. And yeah, the you know obviously the result four 0 against Brighton. You know, we lost four 0 against Brighton. Um, yeah, man, these guys, um, you know, I think, you know, when they say people have down tools, you know, they talk about this side, um, and I think, you know, it's actually petulant of them, uh, to be doing such things, you know, um, yeah, but yeah, it's, 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 it's actually rubbish, uh, but just from a, from a, from a, from a, let me say, uh, those who are outside, uh, Claudio, I think, let me, let me give it to you because I think you're, I think out of everyone here, your club has run, uh, the best out of everyone who's on, who's on the, who's on the, who's on the show tonight. So what do you think of, of Ranjik trying to voice out certain things he probably wants to be done within the club, uh, or how he's going about it? You know I mean? Obviously I think he's, he's obviously had successes with, with Hoffenheim, and his successes with the Red Bull Group. Uh, what do you think of of, of his tenure? Uh, I think it was always going to be tricky as an interim manager. Um, that yeah, just being interim. You know, I think if you have a if you're a manager and you have a contract, I think it's obviously a bit more certainty for the club. But what do you think of of his comments of of what should be done with the club? Look, I think Ragnik is uh, is, is a very intelligent man. Uh, as, as Matt will tell you, being a consultant is a particular role that one plays. Um, you come in there, you, you, assess, you assess the situation, you're allowed to say what it is that you think, and, you know, at the end of the day... Please don't tell me with the Ragnik brush. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, no, no. But what I'm saying is, but before the, for, on the real, though, you're allowed to say what you see without feeling the weight of the comments, you know, being fired yeah. back at you. So... What's quite interesting is he hasn't delivered in what he's meant to deliver. To be fair, the brief in which you receive hasn't been very clear and the mandate that was given, he hasn't been told like, to execute what he was told to do. So it's easy for him to pass the buck. He's not getting results. He's blaming other things. Yes, I think Man United fans are listening to it and going, yeah, he's calling them out, he's calling them out. But at the same time, you've got to look at him and be like, dude, you were still hired to be a manager. 
and uh, get results, and you're not getting those results. The players clearly don't respect him for many different reasons. Um, I also think, obviously, we know how toxic the culture is and, and, and. And he definitely wasn't the character strong enough to, to manage that or ship that in. I mean, that's the first thing you do as a manager. Regardless of whatever the manager balance is, whoever comes in, the first thing you need to do is get the players on side. He didn't do that. So I think from a United perspective, it's incredibly frustrating. I think, he, like I said, he's very smart. So how is he still – he still has a consultant job while he's been now officially being given the – is it the head Austrian job as an international Austria, manager? Austria, Austria manager, yeah. I mean, how should that? That should never be allowed. <laughs> but I, I mean, but I think, but I, but but I think I think that that goes to um, not even having his role defined within Manchester United post yeah. the season. You know, I think 100%. there, if you tell the guy that you can't work anywhere else and you need to work a certain amount of hours, because apparently he's only going to work six hours a week at Manchester United. Um, oh. you, you 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 work more than six hours in a day. Um, you know, on Goal Lounge TV, Claudio. You know, so so yeah. so so imagine now six hours in a week for Manchester United. So I think that should have probably been properly defined. I think Manchester United in itself as a club is a is a Mickey Mouse club, uh, or been run like a Mickey Mouse club for the last three to five years, um, especially you know under Ed Woodward. And there's a lot of changes that that that, that we're trying to we're trying to that, that they're trying to make. Um, and I think. Uh, yeah, you, you can't be allowing, as you said, you can't be allowing a, a person to be working as a as a full-time manager elsewhere, uh, but then obviously being a consultant elsewhere. And I think Ranjik has some ideas. Yes, he has some ideas, but I think also, yeah, this 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 whole season has been shambolic from Ole and what he did um, into into obviously the interim interim manager. There was a bit of a, you know, the new manager bounce, but more of the defensive solidity actually came about where we weren't conceding as many chances under Ranić, and then after the international break, I don't know what happened. The wheels came off. I don't know if those guys just like, hey man, I actually like this break, this international break. You know, there's it's actually quite nice here, man. I think we should just be on holiday forever. So I think they've been just down tools since the international break, which is yeah. which has not been good. Uh, but guys, yeah, um, there are midweek uh, fixtures, guys, and I think um, just so we can wrap up, guys, just some predictions quickly. Scoreline predictions is all I'm going to ask from you. We're going to start with uh, Wanga, Nick, Matt, and then Claudio. The first game is Villa versus Liverpool. Wanga, score uh, your your prediction for this for this game. Yo, tough one. I think it will be um, a two-one victory to to Liverpool. Nick, uh, I think uh, two-nil Liverpool. Funny, funny, quick statement, but uh, Gerard has a has a hand in the title potentially he could give the game to to liverpool tonight and go spoil the party at city yeah he must he must give us a nice easy game rest of players he must let us do that matt i reckon it's going to be three run liverpool i think i think they'll put on a show to make it look like Gerard didn't completely roll over um but yeah it's going to be three one and then um and then Claudio, obviously your side. I'm going to go with what Wonga is saying, 2-1. I think it's going to be a tight game. That's just... Tight uh, game. They're going to make us. They're going to make us work for it. That's what they're going to do. And also, continue. Okay, okay. You know, continue. Continue also wants to show Klopp. He says, "Hey, you didn't want yeah. me back there. I'm going to try and show you something now." So. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, um, let's see what uh, Darren says. It's going to be 2-1 to Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool one. Okay, I'll, I'll look at the Leeds one off when we get there. I think it's going to be a, a 3-1 victory to, to, to Liverpool. Uh, next game is Watford versus Everton. Uh, Wonga, what's your prediction here? 
Ha, Everton, I think Everton will take this uh, 3-1. I Nick? think Watford have something to, nothing to play for, so the pressure's off them. I think 1-1. Hmm. Interesting. 1-1. Okay. I, I, I think it's going to be 2-1 oh. Everton. I, I think they've still got that. I think they're, they're going to push right to the end. They're going to take it 2-1. Yeah, I think Everton are going to win 1-0. Everton, so you're saying Everton 1-0? No. Okay. Yep. I think I actually agree with Nick. I think Watford will probably just want to actually say that we can still play some football. Um, so I think it's going to be a 1-1 as well uh, in this game. Um, yeah, some Spanner in the work still in the in the, in the the relegation battle. Um, and then, yeah, and then the next game is Leeds versus Chelsea. Uh, Wonga? Um, I agree with just don't, 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 think, don't think with your... With your with your heart, think with your head here, please. I agree with Darren. It's 1-1. So Darren, Darren, Darren says the 1-1 result. Uh, I agree with Darren. You, you're saying 1-1 as well. Uh, Nick, yeah. you, <laughs> you want it to be that way, Wonga. No! 3-0 Chelsea. Last week I said, imagine how we're going to get ravaged. They did. <laughs> Mate, your, your side? Um, yeah, I reckon Chelsea are going to put off. I think Leeds are going to put up a, a fair fight, but I reckon Chelsea are going to win it 2-0. Do Chelsea rest players ahead of the FA Cup final, though? Does he rotate the squad? I think he does rotate the squad. Mm. But I still so think, I think they're Darren, better than Leeds. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I think Darren's onto something. They're fighting, they're fighting for survival, whereas, you know, Chelsea's it rotating is. players. Oh, the second string players are going is. like, I'm going to say 1-1 draw. Do you Claudio? Yeah, I, I, I think it's I think it's gonna be a two 0 victory to um Chelsea. <laughs> um and then yeah, the next one is Wolves versus Man City. Yo, uh, yo, one guy. Uh, uh, Fono. Mm. Man City. Mm. Four no. Okay, four no. Uh, Nick. Two 0 Man City. Oh, I'm, not I'm not liking these predictions. That's <laughs> I think I think City are going to have a problem at the back. I think they, they, their defensive injuries. I think they'll concede, but I still think they'll win. I think it's going to be like three one or four one. Okay, uh, Claudia, give us a give us a longer type prediction there. <laughs> two two words: Connor Cody, former Liverpool player, current Wolves captain. He's going to lead That's his boys. He's going to get something. Connor it's a Cody. lot more than two words. I said two words for Connor Cody, and then I justified the rest of it. Like, <laughs> the two-word <laughs> intro, title, and, and body. <laughs> title and body. Wow. Title, heading, wow. subheading, and then body. And then maybe, um, you know, and the, the references. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I'm hoping, I'm hoping they get something. Uh, it's more hope than head, yeah. So more heart than head, rather. So 1-1. One, 1-1 one. One, one Wolves. Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be a 2-1 win for Man City. Um, as you said, the defensive frailties of defensive injuries won't help them, but yeah, I think they'll still get the result. Um, yeah, this one, it's a Thursday fixture, so we'll probably go into a bit more detail on the game on Thursday, but just 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 for the sake of obviously uh, an early prediction from everyone, uh, the big game of mid- the midweek, the North London derby that uh, Wonga apparently had covid and I'm not you, Wonga, but your players had COVID for. Uh, no, no, fixture. there was no COVID. There was no, there was no COVID. COVID. There was I know, there was one player. Squad. Oh, there was Ode, a depleted Odegaard. squad. You, and one of them was a Odegaard red card. The player. They had yeah, a red card suspension. Injuries. <laughs> <laughs> but now they're yeah, excited. Wonga, Wonga, tell us, tell us, tell us, the, tell us the score line here, Wonga. Think with your heart and your, uh, not your head. Look, these games, and I, and I like it this way, um, mostly high scoring. I would say a 4-3 to Arsenal. 
Cardio, can you please stop clicking, man? Bro, people are they're putting their comments two, in. We, we I already one, clicked. I already clicked. 2-1 two yeah. one, two one Spurs to make it interesting. 2-1 two Spurs. 2-1 <laughs> Spurs to make it interesting. Sam also agrees. 2-1 to uh, one Spurs. Mm. Um, okay, Darren, if Arsenal win, no, they don't qualify yet. Uh, yeah, they, they do. Would they have... do. If, they win, if, they do, if they win, they've guaranteed fourth. Oh, yes, you're actually right. Yeah, you're actually right. Mm. Because, yeah, it will be a... Uh, It'll be a seven-point gap. It'll be a seven-point gap and can't be overturned. Two yes, games to you go. are. Yeah. You are right, big, um, Darren. Yeah, they win the Champions. They get into Champions League. Matt, what's the prediction here? Two-nil uh, Spurs. Two-nil Spurs. Two-nil Spurs. Yeah. Claudio. Spurs don't lose. They don't lose. He hasn't lost against the big sides this season, Conte. There's no way he loses. Very least, he gets a draw. Um, but I'm going to go with the Spurs victory two-one. Yeah, what a and, I agree, and, and I agree with Nick, Claudio, and Claudio. Two-one victory to Spurs in this game. That said, wait. Uh, that said, I will say he doesn't lose to big teams. So maybe. maybe. <laughs> what a last time he played Spurs. <laughs> yeah, you this guys won. But you you haven't won of the last ten at White Hart Lane. You guys have lost seven. So. So yeah. So yeah. So that. So I say two-one. Um, and yeah, and that's and that's and that's all she wrote. One guy apparently. Uh, you guys are losing. Uh, this game, uh, but yeah, guys, um, thanks a lot for thanks a lot for for tuning into the show, guys. Um, just final thoughts. Let me. I'm gonna start the final thoughts with Nick. Nick has to go man the bar at XP Arena. Nick, just tell us what's happening on the 28th of May. Um, just a little bit, if you can. Uh, we're gonna do a ch- yeah. We're gonna do a Champions League uh, viewing here at the arena. A couple of TVs, um, big screens. Uh, we're also going to do a Champions League tournament on the day. So all the teams that enter will be allocated a team from the last 16 of the Champions League. Each team is guaranteed seven games and the winner takes home 10,000 rand. So you heard it that will guys. be exciting. Um, so, yeah, book your place if you guys want a team. Um, it will be quite a, quite a fun full day. And uh, nice. I am sure Goal Lounge TV will be there. No, definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, Wonga, final thoughts there? My final thoughts are with Arsenal. Um, I think they can do it. Seal it this week. Uh, seal it against uh, Spurs, especially with that horrid record that Matt was talking about. There. I we must stop that. Seven? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what's your final thoughts off the back of what just Wonga just said? Wonga is incoherent and needs to be stopped. And <laughs> I think. Uh, this this tiny bit of success has gone to his head, and I think for the good of his his sanity, we need to return Arsenal to the mid table where he's far more comfortable and stable. So Spurs are going to win as a service to you, Wonga. Where it's an intervention, <laughs> and you're welcome. What are your final thoughts? <laughs> the the quadruple dream is still alive. Okay, hmm. okay, nice one, nice one, nice one. Uh, but yeah, thanks a lot for everyone who's tuned in to the show tonight, guys. Yeah, remember to like, subscribe, and yeah, all the best to the teams playing uh, midweek fixtures this week, guys. And yeah, if you don't know what to be, be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Cheers, guys. Oh, yeah.